Hey, did everyone take their pills? I did. I remembered. I did it. I did as well, after I forgot to take them last night for a bit. Oh, Julie. Oh, oh I'm, Julie. I'm uh, falling really behind on like, taking my pills at night for whatever reason. I forgot the last two nights. Oh, oh actually. Oh. Well, listen, it, I, um, it's been a change in, you know, a pl- change in place. You got yeah. a lot going on. Yeah, it definitely it's true. Mess- it messes you up a bit in your routine. Yeah, it's true. I, um, I'm really bad at taking mine. Uh, I, God, did I say this last time? Am I, did I do this already? It's fine. Uh, <laughs> okay, I forget to take mine after lunch all the time. Because uh, it's just a weird thing. Because uh, I take three pills a day. I'm on all kinds of estrogen. It's a lot. Uh, so, so it I, just I makes just me think of like there being different flavors of estrogen now. Like, Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Transmission Radio, mm-hmm. an anecdotal advice podcast hosted by us, three trans girls. Hey, what's up? Hey. Um, Hi. I have, I have Ashley here. Hello. Uh, and I have Jules here. Yes, I am Jules. And I'm Molly. Um, and we're here. We're going to talk about, uh, we're talking about relationships today, right? Yeah. Yeah. In a very broad sense of the word. Yeah, in a very broad sense. This isn't just about romantic relationships, it's just about friendships, and just, just all kinds of relationships that you might have with people uh, while being trans, and what might change, and all that kind of stuff. And I saw we have some pretty good questions I saw on Twitter, even. Yeah. Um, and I think we got a couple on Tumblr, if I'm going to guess, but who knows, actually. Oh, uh, we got a few. Um, yeah, excellent. Um, so, does anybody... Let's see, do we want to talk about anything like before we get into the stuff? Um, oh, oh, you know what? I actually do, uh, thanks everybody for being, like, super supportive about the last episode. I was super worried about us talking a bunch of shit about a bunch of things. Uh, but it turns out that, you know, a lot of people kind of felt the same way. So, thanks everybody for being cool and not being mean to us for shit talking the Adventure Zone for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, and also, even the people yeah. who, uh, disagreed with us, we had good conversations with them. Yeah, I had a quite a few respectful conversations with people just talking about what we felt about that kind of thing, because it's tough. Not everybody's going to be on the same page when it comes to <clears throat> how they feel about representation and how they feel about, like, you know, for instance, like a Griffin McElroy playing a trans character. Um, from what I understand, I haven't listened to the episodes yet. I've been very behind on the Adventure Zone. Uh, it sounds like they do tone down Loop's voice for the other two episodes that come out after mm-hmm. that. Uh, so that's, I, I honestly do really appreciate that. That's a lot of, it's a big part of what my problem was, so... Uh, it's 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 nice that that kind of happened at least, and it, it it does show again, you know, that at least they pay attention to when people like us uh, make comments like that. Yeah, it's good to see that they actually like acting on feedback. Yeah, and I never thought those boys were malicious. Like, I guess no. I just want to get that out there. We never thought that they were no. malicious. We just thought they were idiot boys, and you know, we're not wrong. I don't think, but it's just uh, the case. I'm, I'm, I think we're all like tired of, like, ignorance, even, like, ha- like not harmless, just, like... Well-intentioned. Innocent ignorance, and, like, yeah, cluelessness, like... Right. Yep. Um, does anybody else have anything else that has come up over the last, um, like, couple days or weeks? It's, it hasn't been that long since we, um... Since we did an episode, uh, because we were late last time, so it's been... Maybe two weeks since we did this, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Um, we usually yeah. have a little bit more time, but anything going on for anybody? I mean, I moved. You did. You moved back in with your uh, parents for a couple months before 
uh, coming out here to Seattle to live with me. Yeah, no, I'm very excited for that. I am also very excited for that. Uh, I'm also... Are we good? I'm also pretty excited about that because uh, if things work out, I will most likely be trying to for another longer trip to the States next January. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck, that'd be so Fuck good. Yeah. That'd be yeah. so good. <laughs> all, the, all the sisters together. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. It'd be very good. Um, let's see. Is there... You moved. I feel like I did have some. Oh, I got pulled out of line at the bank the other day. That was yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a story for this podcast. Uh, I was standing in line at the bank to go get my rent check made for uh, May, and the lady in, lady in front of me in line at the bank was very clear. She like gave me that look up and down. Where you immediately know that the other person has figured you out that second. <sighs> yep. uh, and it's like, okay, okay. Uh, and then every time we would move forward in line, it wasn't like a super long line, but we move forward a couple times. She would get further and further away from me. So after like the first two, I just kind of stopped moving towards her. Uh, and then after... Um... God, what? After a couple of those, the manager for the bank walks over, or somebody who I assume is a manager, at least a supervisor, comes over and taps me on the shoulder uh, and asks me where my account is out of. And I, I mentioned, oh, I, I am out of California. Uh, and she looks at the lady and then looks back at me and says, let's speed up your transaction. Uh, and then pulls me out of the line uh, and sends me to a desk across the room to fill out a form that I've never had to fill out before. Uh, and then... Uh, I, after I do that, the other lady has gone and seen a teller, and I go get in the back of the line again. Huh. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, like, the nice thing was that the um, lady at the counter did end up waiving my uh, the fee for making a check. But it didn't really feel much better. Yeah. No, that's, like, a pittance in return for what you kind of had to fucking endure because of their bullshit. Oh, yeah, it was fucking awful. I, I felt hideous for, like, two days after. Just disgusting. It's just... It's a bad scene. Don't be... Don't do that. Stop it. It's bad. Um, but, yeah, that's that's my news. <laughs> that's my trans news. I got <laughs> picked out of a line. <sighs> real, real good stuff. Thanks, Seattle. Yeah. Um... Um, do we want to just dig into this topic? Yeah. Just get in there? Just get all up in there? Yeah. Um, I wonder if this will be new. more of a round table like we kind of did last time, or if this will be more of a round robin like we did. Um, I'm going to start with what Jules wants to talk about, I think, because, uh, Jules, you've been pushing for this topic specifically, and I've been a little iffy about it, uh, admittedly, but I do think talking about it is good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, did you yeah. have anything specific in mind, Jules? Uh, I guess I mostly pushed it in terms of, like, I've, it's been, I've been in a lot of weird relationships since coming out. Um, yes. It's weird, and this is not, like, me trying to fucking brag whatsoever, because I kind of find it awkward that by any objective standard, I've had the most what you call 
experience with very big air quotation marks around that. And Jules, are you saying you fucked? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it fucking's real. Is, Listen. Hey, is hey guys, is sex shh, real? Shh, keep it on the down low. Listen, I'm not supposed to okay. tell you guys, but like I'm just saying. God damn it. I, I knew. I knew. <laughs> I, I I couldn't like confirm or deny like they were on to me. Listen. Like this is the only Yeah, hey. Hey guys, I don't mean to say it, but sex is real. It's real. I'm God sorry. Damn it's, it. It's, I know. <laughs> I know. Did everyone know but me? I think a lot of people do know, but I do think a lot of people don't know. Okay. So I think you're. I'm. We're gonna let you into the club. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Don't worry. It's good. It's keep good. It, it's good. Keep it cool. Yeah, okay. Okay. Keep okay, it cool. okay. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. Honestly, I think it's also like the case where I've now, since coming out as trans and realizing and everything, been in a relationship now with two cis people. Uh, both a girl and a guy. So like. It's, Damn. I, feel, <laughs> I know, right? Getting that real bisexual experience here. Um, but it's weird now having, like, gone through a lot of experiences, both really good uh, and ranging to fucking the worst. Like, yeah, damn near suicidal results. Like, I'm not going to yeah. fucking lie about that shit. Uh, Molly, you probably saw the worst of that, actually. Uh, yeah, I, I have to imagine I did. Um, it didn't get much I, worse I than, uh... Think, I have to think yeah. it didn't get worse than that. Yeah, um, yeah, that's also me reassuring you. It didn't get worse than that, but it was pretty bad at some points. Um, yeah. Oh, I know. Yep. Yeah, also, it was... It's also weird bouncing, because I don't, also don't want to shit-talk people. I really don't. It's... Weird. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, people break up and they move on and things happen and that that's just that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. I guess to lay it out for, um, because I've basically, like, delved into my experiences uh, when answering questions about this, I guess I'll just lay it out as it is. Um, so, since, so... I had a long-term partner from 2010 till last year, 2016. And it was in the middle of that, around 2013, that I realized I was trans and came out to very specific people in private, and that included my partner at the time, who's a cis woman. And, yeah, I've mentioned it before, like, how that's all gone in such... uh, Anyone who's listened to my other podcast also knows a lot about uh, my experiences with her and such, because, you know, we're, we were a very public couple and such, uh, with that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, I was also uh, involved in a polyamorous relationship from 2015 to 2016 uh, with another couple, and, you know, definitely high points, low points, everything in a relationship. Um, that specifically was with another trans woman and her partner, who's also a cis woman. So, yeah, uh, that was an interesting dynamic. That was based, that ended up being basically a full-on open relationship, um, like, yeah, polyamorous group of two couples, essentially, for a little bit. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um. Not that I'm here to define your relationship, but from what I understand, yes. I was trying to figure out, like, is, is there actually a term for that? Because I was going to say, quadrangle? No. 
yeah, I mean, like, you, you guys were a, you guys were a foursome. Yeah, it's just, like you know. Yeah. Uh, um, I, yeah, we don't have to get into the specifics, but basically that was the case. Yeah, and that was also uh, essentially a long distance relationship as well because they lived in the next state over. So there was a lot of stuff going, in, you know, involved with that. Um, Man, hang on, Australia has states. I know, right? We have states and territories. Wow, that's the both worlds. Right? Greedy. <laughs> well, Greedy. well. <laughs> loaded phrase. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, that ended. You know, early 2000, 2016. Um, which is weird saying that, realizing it's been a year since that all like, you know, came apart. Um, that's really weird. Like just realizing it's been that long. But anyway, uh. Admittedly, like, with most relationships, there was fallout for a lot of different reasons. Um, no one's innocent, no one's guilty. Like, no one's 100% innocent, no one's 100% guilty in all of that. Uh, at least from my perspective of things. I know, mm. <laughs> I know in talking with friends and such, like you, Molly, you would uh, definitely disagree with that. Um, I, don't, but, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh... Yeah, I, I've moved on. Um, that was pretty much nearly the worst of it. And then it was just back to me and my long-term partner uh, for a good while. But that, of course, created a lot of friction. Like, it was gonna. There was no banding around that um, for a lot of different reasons. And I'm not going to get into the specifics of that, but uh, every now and then things periodically got ugly and it was it was getting harder and harder to recover from that um but yeah uh it was around late last year that i also like it's weird i don't want to say fell into a relationship because that implies i as if i had no choice in it whatsoever when i was i consciously made that decision but at the same time it did kind of come out of nowhere uh, like, you know, most relationships, you at least, there's some amount of, mm, I guess the term would be, like... Lead up? Lead up and, courting. like, yeah, pursuing to some degree from either side or both. And in this case, it was just like, oh, I guess we're just actually in this now. Julie liked a boy. Shut the fuck off. Uh, I always describe it to other, uh... <laughs> to other trans ladies in the know, like, hey, you know those stories about how, like, you know, there are two friends who've known each other for, like, years, say, like, say since high school, and, like, one of them comes out and transitions, and the other friend's fine, and, like, it, the relationship doesn't change that much, but then you start realizing that there's maybe a spark there? Without you having ever, like, touched upon that. And, yeah, uh, I've made it known in, like, previous, like, mentions of this before, like, yeah, well, the catalyst for that was essentially in the most fucking, you know, early to mid-twenties millennial way, fucking. we fucking <laughs> followed each other's AD accounts on Twitter. <laughs> And for those, for those who don't who know, don't because, know yeah, those are like, the fucky accounts. Yeah, so, like, uh, it's funny having to explain this now, because I've seen what AD accounts used to be, what they've become, and 
people who don't use Twitter or who use Twitter in a di- very different way from us don't understand that entire concept. And it's essentially, uh, in the most broadest, broadest terms, a private account where people use it for venting, people use it to just like get stuff off their chest, either angry or sad or both, and sometimes it's just there for people to be fucking lewd as hell and post nudes and stuff just amongst like people they trust because hell eh, yeah sometimes you just want to have that outlet because it sometimes feels really good also sometimes it's nice when you and your friends are cheering on each other's tits like <laughs> <laughs> just seeing your boy well, good good friends go hey those some nice titties hey yeah. great titties hey, good job on the boobs <laughs> um bang up boobs <laughs> Well, <laughs> hey, Julie, great job on the cis tits. 10 out of 10. Hey. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Great. Um, but yeah, uh, that's how that came about. Molly was, again, the witness to all this uh, unfold when I basically lost my mind when I realized that I actually was getting emotionally attached to a boy beyond friendship, which has never happened to me before. Because it's the thing where I've always been very open about uh, for the past few years now that I'm, you know, bisexual pan. I stick with bisexual personally. Um, That's just my own choice. Bisexual and, feels better to me, even though pan is probably a more accurate description. Just yeah, bisexual it, sounds like a better word to me that yeah, I like better. That's I all. Think it, yeah, it's, I guess it's a mixture of like familiarity and stuff with the term and like just it's, it's probably kind that of, too. It's just like grandfathered into our lexicon, but. Um, uh, with that, I had very much thought that, oh, I'm, like, sexually attracted to some guys, but I don't think I could ever be romantically attached to one, because, A, like, for a lot of reasons, A, I used to be one, I guess, in a lot of ways you could express it, I don't like seeing it that way, but sometimes I say it that way uh, for a shorthand, it's weird, but also... I grew up around boys for most of my life due to going to a boys' school from the age of, like, ten, so I kind of hate most guys, unless I'm your friend. Like, I kind of don't give a shit, because it's really... Boys are bad. Like, it's really funny after I... Well, it was was funny before I even, like, came out and transitioned uh, with a lot of my... um, lady friends and stuff, they would always be like, oh god, why are boys like this? I'd actually have an explanation for like, well, you see, here's all the reasons why boys are fucking clueless, and they'd freak out about things. I'm like, no, actually, he's just being an idiot, and he doesn't even realize that there's a problem. You just, like, so, it's a shitty thing. You sometimes just have to really explain shit to guys, and that's not to really, like, slam on dudes. That's just a general, very broad experience I've had that I think is kind of... Like, well, see, the thing is that I am also very dumb uh, and need a lot of guidance when it comes to that stuff. So it's just about talking. Yeah, honestly, it just comes with communication. And frankly, most guys have not been really socially taught communication, like on a day to day basis. That's as sincere and open and upfront as you might expect. Mm hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's, it's a whole mix. There's actual like reasoning behind it and some amount of concrete uh, cause and effect and correlation behind all of that. So, yeah, that was... uh, Yeah, I realized, oh, I like a boy. Fuck, I'm an emotional mess now. Um, It didn't help as well the fact that, you know, I had gone out of a polyamorous relationship 
early that year, and I was kind of diving back into one. And, yeah, that did not help a lot uh, with, at the time, my, uh, you know, my primary relationship and my long-term partner. And that was one of the reasons um, that breakup uh, happened. But, yeah, uh, it's weird. <laughs> it, I, th- I think it was actually my boyfriend who, put, when I was... You know, this, the way whenever you're sad about shit, and if you have any particular sense of self-loathing, you kind of go, why am I so sad about this? This is silly. I'm being over-emotional. And he was trying to, like, be very, you know, grounded and rational about it, saying that this was a quarter of my life I'd spent with a person. And yeah. that was really weird to, like, comprehend that I'd been in a relationship with someone for six years, and now that's over. Sure. And I guess I mostly wanted to talk about this topic just because it's really weird, A, coming out of that relationship in general, because that's just like a routine gone. That's It's not on the same level as you finishing high school because at least there's like oh there's you 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 know in a in a very general sense uh you would go on to some tertiary education or there is a job there is another like level of stability and structure waiting for you ideally uh, out of the gate but also it's weird as well because you know i i was essentially broken up with and but at the same time, I was still in a relationship because I have my boyfriend, and that as still feels weird, less weird than it did at the time because it's been oh god, has it? It's been about like six months, nearly. Which has is it also, only been six months, right? That's the weird thing of it. It feels way longer, and both like that feels way too short at the same time. Like, yeah, because. Yeah, like, that would also be, uh, that ranks in my top five of most shitty traumatic experiences in my life so far, frankly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it didn't seem good. No. As, as somebody there for the, for the kitchen, it it wasn't very good for you, I don't think. Nope. Um, I, I will say, uh... If it hadn't been uh, for you two and all of our other friends, and especially like, fr- honestly, like especially if it weren't for like audio entropy, like our co-hosts and friends, and essentially like to some degree our brothers, like I honestly yeah. wouldn't have gotten out of that as well as I did. And yeah, well, I'm more than happy to help. Yeah, and I'm also not gonna you know beat around the bush if. <laughs> My boyfriend was honestly really good about the entire thing. Like, yeah. Probably the most understanding person I could have, like, I could have by my side in that regard. And it's well, listen. Yeah, listen. Like, I hope so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was really, really, really fucking hard and. Terrifying. Uh, yeah. And I won't lie, I'm still adjusting. Um, 
because it's weird, like, just memories alone, like, it took even, it's, this is, re, again, I say silly, but it actually makes a lot of sense, you know, rationally, it took a while for me to even go back to the hobby store I go to. It took me a while to, like, just go and make some fucking gunpla as my self-care method because I had rediscovered that hobby thanks to my primary partner at the time. Yeah. It still takes it still takes me a second to have to refer to her as my ex. Yeah. Because that's weird. Well, I mean, you were with her a long time, yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, I guess I also uh, want to mention this just because, you know... Look at me, I fucking got out of a relationship I was in for six years, and I was, you know, 25 at the time. But also, I'm able to move beyond it now. I'm moving on. And... Yeah. It's good. I'm, I'm glad I was... I'm glad I'm able to. And not just think that that was it. That was just the entire world over. Because it's sad that it wasn't, to some degree, because you want to ascribe that much importance to your relationship. But also, in the long run, it's good for me to recognize that, no, uh... I can move on from that, and that wasn't the only thing, like, holding everything together. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, you're a strong girl, Julie. I knew you'd yeah. get through it. I try. You do. Um, let's move on. Let's, let's keep going. Um, Ashley, you have anything, like, relationship-wise you want to talk about? Being trans-affected or anything like that? Um, well, I've had two romantic relationships and they both happened before I transitioned. One right. kind of on the cusp, but also that's not really something I want to get into. Sure. Yeah. Um. I definitely have, you know, I've noticed I have grown distant from some friends and I've grown closer to some other friends. Yeah. It's hard to uh, tell how much of that is just you know, a post-high school, you know... Right. Right, yeah. You're not seeing those people every day anymore, so maybe you never really were that into them. Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely, like, you know, like Jewel said, audio entropy has been a really great thing of just having these people. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, making my our own little community of... Uh, friend and fans, and you know, making those fans friends. Yeah. Um. I definitely noticed that I've became better friends with a lot of the girls. I was definitely like even before I came out was friends with a lot of girls. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. 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 <laughs> Weird one. Yeah. So, huh, I don't know why we, that was the that's case. So weird. Oh, that's yeah. so weird. Um, yeah. Wow. That's just. Mm. And you know, some of it is through like some very stereotypical girly things, such as shopping lists. You know, like every shopping trips and all of that. Yeah. Um, mm. But you know, it, it's uh, just you know something nice to talk about. You know, people like that who have you know some shared life experience. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Um. Yeah, you have any other things you wanted to talk about? It's been. 
Uh, no, like, I, I guess oh. just... It's weird to think about romantic relationships right now for me still. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of tough. Yeah. It really is, yeah. Um, for a long time, it was just I don't uh, want to date just because I don't feel good about my body still. Sure, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, extremely relatable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting to a point where I'm feeling better about myself and also I'm realizing that kind of denying myself certain amounts of happiness isn't good. <laughs> no, it's not no. good. Uh, so, but also, like, right now, it's like, well, if I tried to go out with any girl, it'd be, like, instantly turned into a long-distance thing, which I, you know, have nothing against. But, yeah, it's it's kind of rough to go from, like, two months of being in person, and then, oh, bye, I'm moving across the entire country. Yeah. Yep. Not the ideal scenario. Yeah. I'll just say, uh... It's the, the gay scene here is not the best. No. Well, are you telling me Florida's not the best gay scene? <laughs> um, I mean, we have, especially where I live in Florida, we have one gay bar, and it is primarily for dudes. Listen, listen. I'm listening. Want to get you some gay bars? I'm so ready. There's there's a there's <laughs> there's a bar here called Wild Rose that is a lesbian bar. Uh, there's also a place called Bimbo's that I haven't been yet, but... <laughs> Every single time I hear about that place, I'm like, man, I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been yet, but it sounds up my alley. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> God, I'm not gonna lie. Actually, I'm so excited for you to move to Seattle. Seriously, like... I'm so excited, She's too. She's finally gonna get to spread her gay wings. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I recently had someone saying to me that you don't seem that gay. And I was, oh, honey. <laughs> that's fighting yes. words. That's, that's a straight, that is a fucking challenge to a duel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who but the also, fuck says that to Ashley Lee Minor? <laughs> like, it was my mom. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, I, uh, like, how do you prove that? <laughs> You want me to go get a girl right now? I'll fucking do it. I'll fucking, I'll fucking kiss a girl right now. You want to go? You want to go? <laughs> did you just like uh, upend your box full of Yuri? Like I, you? Like <laughs> I kind of did. Like I'm just imagining it as a sitcom goof, but like the box doesn't end. Like they just stuff just keeps falling out. Like. It's no, it's like the opposite of gay chicken, where like you almost do a gay thing, but instead you just keep doing gayer progressively things. Did you just wear like it, five layers of flannel? Like <laughs> I wear flannel all the time. Did you put on a jean God jacket, a leather jacket, and then another jean jacket? Uh, my jean jacket does have a a pin on it with yep. two girls kissing yep. that says "Girl Love Rules." <laughs> Fuck oh, yes. yes! Fuck yes! Who, who could doubt you? <laughs> like, like what the fuck? Uh, it doesn't. I'm Jesus. Like, God. Ashley Minor is the gayest girl in the United States, <laughs> and I am willing to meet any oncomer. 
<laughs> Wait, did we just turn our podcast into like a personal ad for you? Because I'm okay with that. <laughs> Could be. Should be. <laughs> and very quickly, just while well, I don't have a lot else to say, but speaking of the place called Bimbos, I just remembered this recently. One of my friends used to call her sister Sissy. <laughs> and that was my reaction every yeah. time she did it. Um, okay, here's a fun fact. Uh, my coworker, my, I have one coworker at work. Uh, she is, I think of you know, 55-year-old woman still calls her dad-daddy. Mm. And I remember you telling me that in the car, and I wanted to jump out. I Listen, I want to jump out the window of the 10-story building I work in every fucking time she says it. Oh. What's broken people? Can't... Can't, uh... I believe her children also call her mommy, so... For adult children. Oh, oh, I remember that as well now. I put that away. I locked that away. Sorry, I can't put it away, and now you have to know. I just, oh, God. If I have to know, you can't. God. I think that was on the way to the airport. You you were telling me about that. No, I would not do that to you on the way to the airport. (laughs) It was probably on the way back from getting the stuff for the dumplings. Oh, it was, yeah. That's right. Don't fucking fucking make me out to be that monster. (laughs) Yeah, no, because I was about to say, like, if that was the truth, then, like, when when we left the airport, it was a very solemn, sad affair. (laughs) I, yeah. uh, Yeah, it's a whole thing. (laughs) It was... We'll talk about it. And then I sent uh, Molly a picture of a trash can that said, this is where we part ways. <laughs> it's a bad trash can. <laughs> it's a good trash can? It's a mixed trash can. I don't know. It's a mixed trash can. It had can. both paper and plastics. <laughs> In Seattle? Oh my god. Uh, um, I, I've had one relationship since, uh, coming out as trans, uh, with Priscilla, obviously. I think, uh, everybody who listens to this probably knows that by now. Um, the funny thing about that relationship is that there's, I don't know what outside force acted, uh, to give Priscilla the courage to send me a message one day, because knowing her now, there's no possible way that could ever happen. Yeah, just, I don't know how uh, she came into my Tumblr inbox, uh, clearly hitting on me, asking me about Magic the Gathering. God, that's so uh, perfect. It was. It's very perfect. Um, that's, and that's been a very good relationship. Um, we live together now. Uh, we we kind of set a hard goal once we started getting more serious that we were going to move in together by. Uh, August of last year, and we did it in July, so uh, made it through the goal. That's the That was the idea there. Um, a lot of my relationships with people, um, just friendship-wise, didn't really change too much as I came out as trans. Um, I think, you know, I had the benefit of growing up in California, um, where, you know, things are probably a little more accepted than that. Um, and... <sighs> The the thing that did change is how much I noticed some bad shit my friends were saying. Mm. Just as as time goes on, and you know, I was before that 
kind of an oblivious, shitty white boy. Uh, so I, I wasn't very good at that. But, you know, as soon as you kind of realize that things are bad, you really start noticing that things are not good. Yeah. Um, which led to a lot more, like, calling my friends out in the middle of doing stuff. Like, hey, why the fuck did you say that? Uh, and I'm going, oh, it's funny. I'm like, well, no. No, it's not really <laughs> no, that it's funny, funny yeah. actually. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you're not super funny, actually. Um, there's a lot more of that once I came out and stuff like that. But it wasn't anything... Like, the the fundamental part of my relationships didn't really change. Because I don't think I've fundamentally changed. Um, I have a kind of a base level. You know, and my politics have gotten better. But otherwise... Like, I wouldn't have gotten close to you, Jules, if I hadn't come out, I don't think. Right. Uh, at all. That's so uh, weird to actually think about how you say that. Yeah. yeah if, if I never come out, I don't meet either of you, really. That's um, really weird to well, think the, about. That's a dark timeline. I don't like that. <laughs> it's the darkest timeline. Um, because we had um, a friend of ours, my current roommate, um, didn't introduce me to Jules, but, you know, pointed me her way once I started asking questions about stuff and then Ashley and I um, were in a different, like an, uh, an LGBT thread at the same time uh, talking about being trans and coming out at around the same time and telling our parents around the same time and all that kind of stuff. I, I distinctly remember uh, Ashley had posted that she wouldn't talk to her dad about it um, one day which in turn like gave me the nerve to actually go and talk to my dad about it the same day. So I believe it was Easter. I, I definitely, it was close. I think. Yeah. I, I um, remember I made the joke that this was the most eventful Easter in human history. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That yeah, checks. it was. It was in that time frame. Um, Cause uh, I, I just distinctly remember saying like, "Well, fuck, Ashley did it. I can. I could do that." If Ashley can do it, I can do it. Um, just as a, uh, not as like a shitty thing, but as a. No, I get you. My friend did it. I can also do it. Yeah. Um, like like more of an inspiring thing mm-hmm. than a. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can do better than you thing, which is I have to say that because knowing me, it could have been an I'm better than you thing. I'm that kind of person. Um. But yeah, like we've. It's okay, we've talked sister. About family. <laughs> I know. God. <laughs> Um, we've talked about family and we've talked about that kind of stuff before. Um, so I don't have really many more relationships that I really need to get into. My most traumatic ones were all before I came out in abusive marriages and, uh, just bad relationships in high school and things like that. I don't really have any other ones that really depended on me being trans for anything specific. I don't think. I do distinctly recall you and I had the same realization that honestly, after us coming out and like sort of finding our footing... Because you kind of do need a, Once you realize And like around the time you come out You kind of do need like Settle your whole self Yeah, we, we both realized that We became fucking social butterflies Oh yeah No before HRT I was not very social uh, I had a mm. kind of Group of friends I talked to pretty often uh, And then after HRT I realized they all sucked <laughs> uh, Moved on and they didn't all suck. It just I just moved on from that friend group because they were all friends with my ex-wife. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Um, and just it. I sorry to break in. 
No, go ahead. Yeah, go it ahead. really is because <coughs> before you come out, you'll even if you hung out with a lot of girls, you definitely have the guy group. It yeah. is. Yeah. Like even before coming out, you will definitely realize like, man, we're really shitty. <laughs> like we're really yes. shitty towards mm-hmm. girls. The things that this they will say sucks. because they think yep. that everyone is a cis het guy. Yeah. And then when you come out, it's, they, like, first try to treat you as one of the guys. It's like, no, don't right. you fucking dare. <laughs> it's, uh, not good. <laughs> not good. Not good. Not good. Um, yeah, I... I don't know that I was, uh, friends with a bunch of guys. Not really. I was friends with Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once you, I mean, once I get right down to it, like Dan was, he's been my only lasting friend through all of this. I, I still do have a lot of friends. Um, he's he's my closest friend who I've kept throughout this whole thing. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Not that any of my friends are like lesser. I'm doing a bad job at words tonight. I'm doing a very bad <laughs> it's, job. It's really hard to like try and like qualify a, a friendship or relationship. Because then you start accidentally creating a ranking system without you even intending to. And it's not even like a ranking system. It's just kind of like a... Like, a, a, like I guess it is a ranking system in yeah. terms of time. Right. But not in terms of, like, quality of friendship. No, exactly, yeah. Although if I made one, I have to put Dan at the top. <laughs> All right, let's, do the, I, let's I go back to the be. MySpace top eight. All right, let's yeah. go back to the MySpace right, top Molly, eight. Dan, number it. one. Uh-huh. Um... I put uh, seven other audio entropy people in my two through eight, and then my profile says no particular order except Dan. Fuck you. <laughs> coward. <laughs> you coward. So, uh, I'm very good at MySpace. Where's Pris on that list? On yeah. the Pris list. Uh, uh-huh. Pris, uh, Pris is number one, and Dan just got demoted <laughs> uh, to number two. <laughs> And now numbers three through eight are ranked uh, out of order. Well, you had to cut one of the audience people. Sorry, Zach. We won't say which. <laughs> That's the best thing. Savage. Um, I think in the interest of time, maybe we should move on to questions at this point. Uh, is anybody against that? Is there anything else anybody wants to say before we go over to questions? Oh, I think um, that's it. Yeah, like, yeah, that pretty much covers it all, pretty much. Pretty much, pretty much. Pretty much, okay. pretty much, yep. Yep, I said it twice. Um, Shut up, I was hoping we'd just gloss over that like civilized human beings, but apparently no. I wasn't really saying anything, Jules, but if you want to call attention to it, that's more, and, you know, you're God welcome to do that. Um, God damn Ashley, it. Ashley, you got questions? Yeah, sure. Uh, from at Tank Hammer. Sadly, coming out can uh, this on Twitter. Sadly, coming out can negatively impact your existing relationships. But how many stories uh, might you have of some getting stronger afterwards? Uh, um. Yeah, like I said, I don't think I became uh, friends with Jules and Ashley, and honestly, uh, just everybody who's a part of this network without being trans. Uh, I. I opened up a lot more. It's it's funny. Once you start feeling like you can, uh, like you have an identity, 
you start talking more, uh, which is pretty wild, I have to say. Yeah, it's it's a really weird experience. <laughs> yeah. I think especially the the realization that before I didn't really have much of a self-identity in any kind of way. Right. And then coming into it and then realizing back then I didn't is fucking wild. Yeah, cuz it's weird before you transition you kind of just had this like you essentially just have a shell. Like we've talked about it before, you essentially have a role to play and that's kind of it. And then afterwards you then find the stuff that generally genuinely makes up who you are and that becomes really like your whole deal and yeah I definitely say when it comes to friendships that that really strengthens a lot um god yeah I it's weird because uh I initially became part of this whole deal like audio entropy as a whole when it was just teenagers attitude and they just invited me on because I knew a lot of shit they didn't about stuff, and honestly, tokusatsu. yeah, that tokusatsu. Um, but b- before that, if I was at the time like Sis guy, I probably wouldn't have done that. I probably wouldn't have guessed along because I would have just been like, oh, you know, like it's a thing I'm into. It's not really like a big deal. It's not who I am or anything. I I wouldn't do that. But and I also had the confidence at that time, to just go, right. no, I can do this. Like, I freaked out beforehand, because it was the first time I was recording you anything. You did? I remember you messaging me. Yep, I was screaming. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah, it, it's really weird reflecting on, like, how, because we, you know, for those who don't know, uh, a lot of us from Audio HP were, and, us, and still are, part of a forum where we all met, we didn't fucking know those chumps before this. <laughs> no, this is kind of a kind of a little coincidence that we met all these people. Yeah, like I knew Mike, and even then I only knew him tangentially, and we all kind of knew Zach uh, for <laughs> reasons. Uh, no, hey, straight up, before I was like listening to TWA. Oh yeah, I didn't know Zach at all. I didn't even know he was on the forums. No, Which well, is weird, because he's been there for ten years or something like that. Yes. I didn't know him at all. I was and, like, who's this douchebag? And probably out of that bunch, he's probably the most, like, vocally active. I know. I didn't know he existed. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think that's probably the best example, in general, us three can give as a whole. But um, specifically... You have any others, Ashley? I was going to say, like, kind of jumping off what Jules was saying, I definitely, like, I'd been on podcasts before. I had done a, a wrestling yeah. podcast mm-hmm. and a... Uh, me and Luke did a So Are They Giants or What, which don't look for. <laughs> <laughs> for multiple reasons. Like, it, it's us yeah. not really still knowing how podcasts work. <laughs> right. Uh, but I was right. definitely way more in the background for those. I don't think I could have ever hosted one before. Yeah. I did not have this very, like, hello, everyone personality. (laughs) Yeah, I honestly, I attribute that, like, cadence to you. Like... (laughs) It's nice that I have a catchphrase. (laughs) 
You do. <laughs> yeah. I I would also just quickly say as well. Uh, I've had a friend I've known since. Yeah, since I was ten years old. Um, he's basically been my brother that entire time, and it's been nice now actually being his sister. And yeah, it was. Yeah, it, I've talked. I've told the story about when I first came out to him and stuff. But you know, he left, and then uh, he lives in America, where he's from now, and he's come back every now and then. It's been nice to actually just like, you know, just have that relationship be stronger for what it is. Now that I've come out and become more of myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's funny. I think um, my Facebook page. I've had Dan listed as family for. <laughs> Oh god, eight years now, probably? Which seems really crazy, actually. Hang on, I hate this. <laughs> pull it back, pull it back, pull it back. <laughs> pull it back. Up. Oh, nope, time is hell, actually. Yeah. Yep. Um What other questions do we have? Uh this next question is from Emily Dillon, bra of nachos on Twitter. Hell yeah. That's good. That's real good. Uh what is a friend? How do I get a friend? No. Um, I mean, that's a very broad question. I don't know. But also, that's actually a good one, because once you're out of, like, school, it's kind of weird to try and make a friend. Yeah. It's... Like, that's something that's not really tackled as much. Yeah. Uh, it's... Because going, like, to bars or, like, doesn't feel right for making friends. No. No. It's, it, my, most of my experience making friends has been through online communities. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Finding out people who have... So it's, it's very easy to do that way because you have people who have similar interests to you. Um, I actually do make a lot of friends through playing Magic the Gathering. Um, just going out there and going to events like that has introduced me to a lot of people I wouldn't have otherwise talked to. Um, and you obviously have one thing in common when you start talking about magic, you know? Um, so there's stuff like that. It is tough. I'll honestly say, yeah, that's actually... Hobbies and interests, as broad as that may seem, are actually a really good way to make friends in person, because uh, Magic the Gathering, like, just going out to the shop to play games, like, pre-release and stuff, that's a great way to just meet people and have a topic to talk about like built into the event and yeah um i made a friend when i went to the an anime convention in sydney uh that i went to last year and they saw it a common rider for they pin and we both did the uchuki pose and stuff oh fuck and yeah oh you know it was great and i was like that was just so good and i've made friends at the gumpla club i go to now and because even before that, I was making friends at the hobby store I went to just because I was there all the time, still am. And right, like when it comes to in-person stuff, that can be really daunting. I know, trust me, as someone who suffers a huge amounts of social anxiety and is a huge introvert, yeah, that you need to work yourself up to go to those things. But it can be really worth it. But yeah, no, for sure. I think uh, it, like I just yeah. I was going to say, I specifically remember going to my first, like, magic event in a skirt. Like, mm-hmm. That was fucking scary as hell. So. Yeah, it's even more daunting for trans people. Um, I guess, also, we should go into what do we each consider a friend actually is. <laughs> like, 
Oh god, I don't have a definition. Yeah, that's I the don't... thing. Like, I don't think most people have an active definition to it. And I know who my friends are. It's always the case, I think, where it's like, you know, descriptivists, not uh, prescriptivists, uh, when it comes to language. Like, you. Hang on, prescriptivists? Hang on, is that a word? Prescriptive, sorry. Descriptive versus prescriptive. But no, but okay, but please tell me what prescriptive is. Okay, like, as in, you have assigned something... Oh, God, this fucking... Hold on, I need to explain... This language needs to explain to the math nerd what <laughs> words mean. You dug this up your... You Let's dug see. yourself this hole. So, basically, okay, a word is descriptive when it doesn't necessarily have a very concrete definition that, that can be applied to a lot of things. Like, most language is inherently that, and any linguist will tell you that's the way it works a lot of the time um but okay say because it's just on my fucking head at the moment and us three know why the term hot take to for it to be like <laughs> descriptive is like we know what that means in context and on a social level through slang and everything for it to be prescriptive and we can give you a hard definition yeah Prescriptive would just be like, oh, hot means temperature hot, take means to take something. Like, at least I could honestly be mixing up those two. Um, but essentially, Listen, I'll tell you, this isn't helping me, but let's go on. <laughs> but yeah, f- friends are really, friend is a really fucking hard word to define. Um, it, I, I don't <sighs> think, you, you, I don't know, it's somebody you can depend on. I think is a good way to just the most basic form of a friend. Yeah. Uh, someone who will listen. Someone you can share uh, someone stuff you can with talk and to. not feel in danger of sharing stuff with. Yeah. Just someone you trust, I think, is a good mm-hmm. way to start with friends. Uh, as long as it's mutual mm-hmm. trust, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's a that's a tough thing to do. I um, it's funny that I can't come up with a way to do it because I make a lot of friends. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't know what the word is. I just trust just just I just know people and they're my they're my friends. Um, and just I just want to take this opportunity to uh, that you should all read uh, Emily's comic Bit Girl at Bit Girl Comic. Uh, it's very good, and it deals also with some uh, transgender themes. Is that a themes, .com so. or a .net or a Tumblr? Uh, it is. It is a Tumblr. BigGirlComic.tumblr.com. All right. Uh, we got more questions. Yes. All right. Hell yeah. Um, th- this is from uh, M. Flores at Devoted Pupa, with a uh, underscore in between. Okay. How do you deal with friends that, even though they're steadily on your side, still flinch or react to change sort of negatively? Uh, they also mm. bad way, just in a death by a thousand cuts way. You, the relationship dies after the thousandth cut. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> like, they either get better or you cut them. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not necessarily like that. I have a couple friends who are maybe not the most socially aware people uh, who I still do keep in touch with because I think they're fine people who are just also pretty fucking stupid sometimes. It sucks. Yeah, yeah it's you just eventually if you if there's something that keeps that person being your friend that it uh, outweighs the you know the negative the shittiness. Yeah. Uh, you just eventually 
grit your teeth and learn to deal with it and try to gently remind them every time it happens. Yep. Uh, I, was, um, I was talking to Jules earlier, uh, and sometimes you just got friends that suck. Sometimes yeah. you have some friends yeah. who you like, who are good, who just kind of suck sometimes, and that's all there is to it. And yet, honestly, like that's going to be down to personal like tolerance and uh, opinion of what you can put up with. And yeah, it's it's really a personal thing. But if this, in the context of whether or not this is about you being trans, no, like I keep people on a pretty fucking tight leash when it comes to that because that's me. Yeah, we can have difference of opinion. We can have we can disagree on. The most inane bullshit in the world. That's fine. We can even have different kinds of politics within a certain, you know, general sphere. But well, there's a limit. There's a limit. There's a limit to that, definitely. Um, but if anyone is like, I get really annoyed when people tell me that. Oh, you know, it takes time for us to adjust, and you know, when they're not the ones transitioning and coming out and dealing with documentation legal paperwork, uh, a bunch of other social shit, and I'm just like, and you think it's not hard for us, and you're not making it any easier by flinching, or reacting badly, or just not respecting the most basic bullshit in the world. Yeah. So, yeah, if people are like that with your gender... Honestly, it like Ashley said, you've got to weigh up whether or not like that's worth dealing worth with. It. Yeah, yep. because you need to take care of yourself. Even if you don't believe in that, you have to. Yeah. Hey, put yourself first. Number one, you every yep. time. Mm-hmm. Of course, again, there's always you know time and place for that, and there's limits. But no, like yeah, just you. The need default to take care should of yourself. be putting yourself first. Yeah, because <laughs> you need you. To stick around, yeah. and that's not help, like people being like that, especially you know friends in whatever manner being like that. It's not helping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else on this one, or we want to move on to the next one? Uh, I think this may be the last one on that one, but uh, we got some a question on Tumblr from Anonymous. Okay. Excellent. Uh, not necessarily related to the topic, but. But did you put any effort to convince your parents that being trans was normal and make them accept you more? I'm just wondering what I can do to change my family's mind when it comes to their views on transgender identities. Oh, um, not personally. I didn't try that. Um, well, (laughs) I never tried to convince them that it was normal because they never seemed to have a problem with that. But they sure didn't fucking respect me one bit. So that's... That's more of a uh, my family issue, I think, more than anything, but I don't know. That's the problem with this question, and no, no, like, no shame to the asker. It's just that it's so based on the people. Yeah, I, I don't know what your parents' politics are. I don't know where they stand. It's very tough. If you know that they don't like trans people, this is going to be a very uphill fight. Or you could get very lucky and have the people in your life who realize that there's somebody in their lives who, like, for example, is gay. And then they suddenly realize, wait, just being gay is fine, actually. What what do I care? Uh, Because, you know, every once in a blue moon, that does happen where you get people who just kind of like go, oh, wait, why was I bigoted? I know somebody now who is like that, so I want to support them. 
Yeah, um, that's that that does happen, and God, I hope that's the case for you. Or at least, God, I hope it's the case where your parents are like just uninformed. Like they don't have malicious opinions; yeah. they just don't understand, and they have no clue about this stuff. Which I would hope at some point people would with the amount of visibility and awareness there is at this point, but who fucking if, knows? Like, If you think your parents are the type who will respond to data, get some data together. Yes. Like, know? if you're the t- like, so personally, I did, <laughs> I may have done this subconsciously, uh, good work pastels, I preloaded my mom a lot in the sense that I had so many trans friends online and my mom knew I had friends online, and I would just talk about them. I would just, like, mention, oh, you know, such and such is into this, they're into this, they're up to this today, um, I had a really good chat with them about this, and just frame it like that, and not make it, not keep pointing out that, oh, they're trans, by the way, but just very much point out, like, oh, like, this is my friend, and they just happen to be trans, but yeah. Also to yeah, normalize it. And yeah. Also to some degree, I played at sympathy cards because my mom is a very empathetic person, and I would talk about just the bullshit. A lot of cis people don't actually understand what goes into being trans, like any of the documentation shit. Like you talk about any like trying to get your name changed and how grueling that actually is. You explain it to the most basically sympathetic and empathetic person, they'll go, "That's kind of bullshit." They'll understand, um, like, that's actually a bullshit process, and to force someone to do that is kind of ridiculous. I do want to remind everybody that Jules' mother is a saint, so uh, yeah. your mileage may vary. Yeah, there was also, the, it's, yeah, my mom very much, like, had come around a lot already by the time I had come out, and by the time I was talking to her about, like, my friends online and stuff, but... Uh, Julie, <laughs> if you came out to your mom just straight up, there is no doubt in my mind she would have just hugged you. I mean, she did. Like, that actually happened. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I think that's just what would happen no matter what. But, uh, I don't know. You know her better than I do. It, it was the case that she wasn't this good before. Um, I've seen a lot of growth. Sure. Uh, but, good. honestly, part of that was because of what Molly said. Actually, my mom got better because she had people in her life who yeah. had come out, in particular her friends slash co-workers, who had come out as gay, and she was, like, really supportive of them, and then she saw the ugly side of that when my uh, stepdad's youngest daughter came out as gay, and he didn't accept that, and my mum kind of realised what the general attitude actually is towards pe- uh, these minorities. And that's what caused her to actually, like, change her ways. But, yeah, like, this is really going to depend on, like, what you know about your parents. And there are so many different ways of approaching this. And I I hope we've given some good advice in that regard. And just very quickly, if you want, you can use us as your friends online. Use use us as your online friends. Yep. (laughs) To help, you know, like, all these... Yeah, this lady, she was talking about Magic Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this uh, Australian girl who isn't really into model making. <laughs> There's this Australian girl who just has, like, the most just regular tits. Just the most. Um, fucking Lee, I hate this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, just yeah. the sissest tits. Just the most sis. It's just, it's wild. It's crazy. Jota! <laughs> okay, the worst part about this joke, I don't know if I've mentioned it to either of you two. <laughs> Ashley, you, to anyone who falls on Twitter, you've seen this, Ashley mocked up a joking fucking design for a t-shirt of ours that just says sis tits <laughs> in the DuckTales font. <laughs> Um, but I then remembered my mum saying that oh if ever you guys have a piece of me some merchandise I want to buy it I'm like we can't do this we cannot do this I don't want my mum to have this excuse me Mrs. Julie's mum may I introduce you to our new merch the worst part is like before I revealed that whole thing I was like, I'd be okay with my mom listening to my shows, even like this one, especially. And then, like, nope, uh, she can never listen to this show ever, ever, ever. Because I'm just gonna get my mom coming into my room door and going, Jules, what does sis tits mean? Oh no, I'm jumping out the window. Oh no. <laughs> oh, Jules, I, I hope I get to bad. meet your mom one day. I don't feel bad. Uh, if I don't, I do. Don't feel bad. This is good. <laughs> uh. Just very quickly, my uh, thought process was I'm going to tell my parents like a lot about like cool, like famous trans people like Laura Jane yeah. Grace. I remember that you telling work. us this. This is very well, good. Like, and so I showed my dad a bunch of songs by Laura Jane Grace, especially, you know, like the from Transform- Gender Dysphoria mm-hmm. Blues. Yeah. And... I asked him, like, about, like, a year later, like, did you, like, realize that? And he was like, no, I just thought you were showing me music. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the downside, is that you were just showing him music. And honestly, some of people are just so fucking clueless. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, do we have more, or should we wrap up? Uh, that's it for Tumblr, yeah. Okay, then I think that's probably it for today, especially since you have to get up tomorrow morning for early yeah. early bird. Um, hey, Jules? Hey, Jules? Yeah. Hey, Jules? Where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me at GatsbyLow on Twitter. Um, you can also find me on the Digital Moncast, uh, here, of course, and there's something Say in it. the work. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, for any listeners to the network out there who s- listen to other shows, especially Teenage Attitude and the Moncast, uh, you may not know this, but, uh, the... One of the co-hosts on there, Joel, who's basically one of my best friends and my brother at this point, he's just not into anime. I'm going to fix this. And I'm specifically <clears throat> going to do it through the avenue of sports anime. And I need him okay. to understand how good that is. And the series is going to be titled What a Season. Such a good title. Thank you. That's really good. I'm going to be introducing him to a different sports anime series every time and the first one is definitely going to be Haikyuu the volleyball anime of course it is uh Julie predictable low oh god uh, damn it Ashley where can we find you online you can find me online at Yuri Librain with an underscore on twitter and a dash on tumblr uh you can find other podcasts I'm on like Cosmic Call and uh, totally reprise with Molly, of course. Of at course. AudioHP.com. And as always, you can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. As the saying goes, Molly. Give Ashley your fucking money. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R. You can find me at betgirl.tumblr.com. Uh, you can also find me on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck, Totally Reprised, Person Molly's Movie Night, and coming soon, The Amory Score, which is going to be on another network, um, where I talk a bunch about Coheed and Cambria and how bad their fiction is and how good their music is, uh, which is going to be a very good time. Um, I'm doing that with our pal Jackson. Um, you can, can I guest on a episode where we talk a, like a, a bonus app where we just talk about the Black Parade? Oh, uh, man. I will. I will talk to them about it because I bet that would be a good time. Oh, uh, I also just realized I goofed up. Um, I'm also on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. I keep, I don't know why I keep forgetting him on that show, even though I love it. That's, I, that's what I wanted you, you to say. You goofed up in multiple ways. I was it's, like, wait, there's thing. something. Oh, right. Fuck. I'm, I'm bad. Listen. <laughs> The, the show sh- with your kids. The show with your new children. Yeah, with my three. With, so I, why did I say three? I, oh, I, three. Well, oh, three. I said, oh. I said three because Molly. I always go. Jade is Molly's. Like I can't. <laughs> like I can never. No. She she comes over, but she's not my. Yeah, kid. exactly. She, Jade she, is the kid next she, door. She lives next door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you can find uh, Earth C edition of Let Me Tell Homestuck with Jules and I, and you can find the Alpha edition with Ashley and I. Um, Ashley also did one beta edition with Luke and herself, um, which are uh, all... And also that looks really cool now on Audio Entropy. Uh, yeah, the archive page is dope. Um, is that what you said? I'm sorry, I just want to make sure. Yes. Yes, excellent. Um, yeah, with all the different album arts. It's actually really cool. I didn't even think about it when we did that, but it turns out really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find us on iTunes. Go ahead and give us a little bit of support there. Give us a review. Leave us a rating. Tell all your friends about us. Subscribe to the podcast. Tell everybody about us because we get by by word of mouth only. Uh, and we would love it if, you know, people could listen and maybe understand some things a little bit better. As uh, yeah. just kind of the ideal way this podcast works out, right? Um, yep. You can also go to audioentropy.com and hit that donate button. Give us a little bit of money to uh, keep the site supported. We don't get any of that money personally. It all goes to paying the hosting for the website, um, which, you know, isn't cheap. So if you want to help us out there, just kick anything in would be amazing. Um, audioentropy.com, and there is a donate button in the upper right-hand corner. Um, is there anything else anybody wants to plug before we wrap up here? Um, um, sounds like a No. Uh, Just very quick, uh, even though it's nothing to do with the seriousness going on, uh, make sure to listen to Burger to Pops. Uh, Probably by the time you're hearing this, we have have found out the killer of Jason Blossom. (gasps) Oh, fuck. (gasps) Yeah, don't forget Burgers and Pops, the uh, show Ashley does with her friend Rose. It's very good. (laughs) I've been doing that less, so it's less in my repertoire of, like, here are the shows I'm on. Yeah. Uh, So I just want to make sure it's... You gotta make sure you gotta gotta, gotta get it out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, anything else, anybody? No, I think that's it. No. All right, well, don't forget, you can just be you. You can just be you. You can just be you. Bye. 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 Bye.